Hi everybody, this is Wintry. I'm from the Fantasy Wrestling Talk Podcast. Thank you for listening to this special edition of the Fantasy Wrestling Talk Podcast. This is the time of the year when I come out with the Fantasy Wrestling Rankings. Uh, previous week, I came out with the top 20 females, and I also came out with the top 10 tag teams for the WWE uh, from the day after WrestleMania to WrestleMania of next year. This is the most anticipated podcast of the year. This is the top 40 individual males to take for fantasy wrestling. Uh, These are uh, projections for the fantasy wrestling year from the day after WrestleMania to next year's WrestleMania. I try to have this list out before the end of this season because I know people like to do a draft, usually WrestleMania weekend or the weekend after. Um, because there's a lot of stuff going on WrestleMania weekend, and I don't want it to interfere with people getting distracted by WrestleMania weekend. I'm trying to knock it out the week before WrestleMania or as close as I can to WrestleMania. So what's going to happen really quickly, I'm going to go through my last year's rankings, um, the 21-22 rankings, which are actually ending up in about a week, and then I'm going to go and do this year's rankings that are actually going to start about a week from now for a whole year. And I'm basically going to tell you how I did for my picks and how I, how what you can expect for projections. So I'm going to try to keep this under a half an hour. I can't make a promise that I can because there's a lot, of go, lot to go through. But really quickly, this is last year's um, projections for the WrestleMania rankings that's going to end in about a week. Um, uh, 40 Dominic, 39 is Miz, 38 Jeff Hart. Jeff Hardy, 37 is Murphy, 36 Morrisons, 35 Carrillo, 34 Otis, 33 Xavier Woods, 32 Mustafa Ali, 31 Garza, 30 Nakamura, 29 is Bobby Roode, uh, 28 is Shelton Benjamin, 27 is Cedric Alexander, 26 is Ray, 25 is Cesaro, 24 is Sami Zayn, 23 is Jimmy Uso, 22 is Sheamus, 21 is Ziggler, uh, 20 is Jay Uso, 19 is Bray Wyatt, 18 is Escobar, 17 is Kofi, 16 is Riddle, 15 is Cole, 14 is Daniel Bryan, 13 is Randy Orton, 12 is Edge, 11 is Rollins, 10 is Damian Priest, 9 is Big E, 8 is Strowman, 7 is AJ Styles, 6 is Apollo Crews, 5 is Kevin Owens, 4 is Keith Lee, 3 is Bobby Lashley, 2 is Drew, McIntyre and one is Roman Reigns. Okay, so that was last year's rankings. That's going to end in about a week. As you can tell, some of these rankings I was pretty close to accurate on of uh, how I thought they did. And a lot of these wrestlers are no longer in the league. Uh, the WWE, including Jeff Hardy, Keith Lee, uh, Bray Wyatt, Murphy, um, John Morrison. Some of those pictures, I mean, um, you, you kind of expect, you you can't predict that they're going to release, and they did. Uh, some of them never got called up. Santos Escobar never got called up. Uh, I'm actually going to talk about him later in the show, later in the broadcast, the podcast, sorry about that. Uh, Keith Lee was a major disappointment. Um, he looked good at the beginning of last year, right around WrestleMania week, and then he got released. That was an unfortunate circumstance. Um, Adam Cole never got called up. He got released. Um, uh, Dolph Ziggler at 21, he basically got, I don't want to say demoted, but he switched league, switched to NXT. He is their current champion right now. 
uh, Cesaro got released. So a lot of these wrestlers um, got released. It's hard to control who gets released and who doesn't. But most part, I mean, Roman Reigns is number one. He had a great year, dominant year. Drew McIntyre had a good year. Uh, Bobby Lashley had a good year until the end where he's currently injured and he just came back. Um, I'm going to get to current wrestlers now, but my last year's brought podcast predictions. Uh, some of them were, were off just because they WWE released a lot of wrestlers, and some of them they never got called up, which you can't control. But overall, I think I did a pretty good pick on who had a good year and who had a bad year, and I made my predictions. But we're, I'm going to tell you this list for this upcoming year um, right now, and I'll tell you how it, can, it relates to... Um, the season that's just ending up. Okay, so now this is the top 40 wrestlers for this year for men for individual matches. Um, they include, if it, I'm going to include it if you have a tag team match because some people um, have makeshift tag teams which you really can't control, like a la Orton and Riddle. You know, I might have had, I had them last year's broadcast for singles and they formed a tag team. So, you know, if you have two wrestlers that are singles and they form a tag team, you're going to get points for them. Or if you have a tag team, sometimes they just stay together and, you know, they fight in singles or they fight in tag. But these are the top 40 males in this list. Um, number 40 is Ridge Holland. Uh, basically, he's just going to have a lot of matches because he's with Sheamus. He was not listed last year. You know, you're getting him just to be a crony of Sheamus. Uh, number 39 is Butch. Basically, it's the same thing as Rich Holland. He was also unranked. He's going to get matches. Um, he's better than Rich Holland, obviously. Technically, Butch didn't have a match at all this year, unless he has one on um, the Andre Giant Battle Royal, but that, that's not going to have an impact. So he will actually debut sometime during the year. Um, number 38 is Rey Mysterio. He was at 26 last year. He actually went down this year. Um, he had the tag titles for a good chunk of the year. Him and Dominic. I can't see him making a, another run in any titles. He's basically here for nostalgia. This could be his last year. I said the same thing about Jeff Hardy. I was correct on that. So don't really expect a lot out of Ray. He should have more matches than Dominic. That's why I don't have Dominic on this list. Uh, 37 is, Sh is Shelton Benjamin. He was at 28 last year. He actually dropped. Uh, the Hurt business um, is actually... Him and Cedric Alexander, who knows? They're, I don't want to say they're job or tag team, but they're not winning. I could tell you last time they won a tag match. So, you know, you only got to pick them. They're getting, they're in a random match you might get thrown into, but you just kind of just, you only have to take them if you have to. Uh, Cedric Alexander, who's at 36, was at 27 last year. He actually fell down too. Um, I got him kind of neck and neck with Sean Benjamin because they fight together as a tag team. But you really can't expect that much out of him. Uh, 35 is L.A. Knight. Um, he's obviously an unranked because he's an NXT wrestler. I'm expecting him to get called up sometime during the year. He's great on the mic. He'll do some nice promos. I don't know when he's going to make an appearance, but when he does, expect him to have a nice little run. Uh, 34 is Dawkins. Um, he was unranked last year. Um, I'm going to actually group him with 23 is Montez Ford. Um tag team street profits they fight as a tag team a lot they should win the tag titles they get a lot of they get a lot of tv time and a lot of matches and so they're a good team and also individuals it's hard to get them together in the same draft unless you have back-to-back -back picks 
because somebody will always take one or the other. Um, you know, I, I think Montez is a little better than four, but I mean, it's, it's a toss-up. Um, number 32 is Rick Boogs. He was not ranked last year. He is the guitarist slash tag team partner of Nakamura. Once or if they win the tag team titles, I don't know how far he's going to go once he separates from Nakamura. But, you know, he's a guy that, that can fill in some matches. I don't really have high expectations for him, but he's a nice guy to have. Uh, 31 is Sami Zayn. He, he was at 24 last year. Um, conspiracy theorist. He actually fights in a lot of matches that kind of don't really make a lot of... I don't want to say tut make sense, but he had um, a title reign. It didn't last that long. He lost the ricochet. Um, you know, he's... It's sometimes he fights celebrities. Sometimes he has conspiracy theories where he's not wrestled for a couple times in a row. It's going to be a hit or miss for him. You're just taking him just because you don't know what's going to happen. Uh, 30 is Jimmy Uso, who was at 23. Um, actually, I'm going to group him with 29. Jay Uso, I think, is a little better. He was at 20 last year. Um, they're the Usos, tag team champions currently. Once they lose the titles. I don't think they're going to be as valuable this upcoming year as the current year it's ending up. But they're with Roman. As long as they're with Roman, they're going to get a lot of matches. That's what you kind of want from them. I don't know if they're going to get another, another title reign after they drop the titles, which will be sometime during the year. But TV time, that's what you want for wrestlers. Uh, 28 is Xavier Woods. Um, he was at 33 last year. He's actually moving up a little bit. He's healthy now. He just came back. Uh, this week, uh, reforming the New Day with Kofi. Uh, with Kofi, he's going to fight more tag matches and singles matches. He's actually more valuable as a tag team wrestler than singles. But with Kofi and the New Day, they're going to be relevant in the tag team division. So if you can get him, he's actually worth a shot for getting title matches as a tag team champion than an IC or US champion. Uh, 27 is Happy Corbin. He was unranked last year. I'm expecting a title reign um, this year out of Happy Corbin. He actually has the longest active streak of um, consecutive matches of not being in a title match, which is kind of weird. But he's at over 100 matches in a row without winning a title. I think he's going to do something this year. He's going to win a Money in the Bank or he's going to win some kind of title. Um, I, I like that he's on TV all the time for fantasy wrestling. And that's what you got to like if you have him for fantasy Listen, you can fight every week, but if you're 50-50, you're going to eventually get the wins. So once he gets past Drew McIntyre, I think he'll get a little kind of a push. Uh, 26 is The Miz, who was at 39 last year, so he actually moved up a, a good chunk of spaces. Um, his actually schedule is a lot easier than it was this year. That's just finishing up. Um, I don't know if he's going to be in any title picture, but he gets TV time, whether it be um, promos or interferes, or does announcing, or whatever he does, Miss TV, but he's on TV enough where if his schedule is cleared, he will be on TV, and he'll fight enough matches where it actually will be a good pick for him, to take for him. Um, Otis is at 25, he was at 34 last year, um, he's part of the Alpha Academy, he's more valuable than Gable, um, he fights in more singles matches, he wins more matches than Gable. That's why Gable's not on the list. Um, I think he's more valuable as a heel than a face, but 
if he stays with Gable, he should be relevant enough in the tag team division to get you enough matches to help you out for fantasy. Uh, Angel Garza is at 24. He was at 31 last year. Him and Carrillo, I, I said this in the middle of last year, that they're getting a little pushes. It looks like Angel Garza is going to get a push pretty soon for a mid-level title, either the IC or the US, which I like him getting either one, but he's fighting either in tight, he's either fighting in singles or he's fighting attack, so he's a good guy to have for either one. He's more valuable than Carrillo, so he's not a bad pick to take if you have to have somebody just a little later round where, hey, this guy could work out um, for a draft pick. Uh, number 23 is Edge. He was 12 last year. The reason why he fell down um, as much as he did, he's still a good draft pick. The problem is, I don't see Edge fighting every week. Um, they got to be cautious of his neck. I don't see him being in the title picture. When he fights, he only fights on pay-per-views, more or less. And even if he wins, he's only going to get one win. It might be a specialty match, but one winning one time a month doesn't get you enough fantasy points for him justifying a draft pick, taking that high. Um, I have him above a lot of wrestlers that are um, that fight every week in the fact that Edge can fight specialty matches or he might get thrown into random title matches. So the guys on this list, he has a better chance of winning a random match that could mean something than just, um, you know, Sean Benjamin winning the title match. It's not going to happen, but Edge might. So and then he might disappear for a month and then take take some mind off. But he's not a bad pick at all. Uh, Twenty two is Kofi. He was at seventeen last year. Um, he actually got lowered a little bit because now that Woods is back, but Biggie's out. I'll get to Biggie in a little bit. Um, Kofi's kind of sandbagged together in the new day. So instead of having a chance for an individual title, which he actually has a better chance of winning, he's gonna be stuck in the tag team division with Xavier Woods. Um, you're taking him, Kofi, over Woods, and that he has a better chance of winning a singles match than Woods. I think Kofi's not a bad pick, but I don't think he's going to win enough individual titles for him to be worth it, where there's going to be a big difference between him and Xavier Woods. Uh, 21's Ricochet. He was unranked last year. Um, currently, he has a title, but he is losing often. <sighs> I, I like Ricochet, but they never know what to do with him. He, he has TV matches. Sometimes it'd be a main event. Sometimes it'd be a Raw. Sometimes he's in SmackDown. He has to have a, a clear direction. Now that he's getting TV time closer to WrestleMania, that's good. They know what they have out of him. But <coughs> Ricochet is one of those wrestlers where everybody loves him, but there's a reason why he's not on TV and nobody knows what it is. So that's kind of where Ricochet's at. Um... He should be getting the title matches, but he just does it for some reason. And and it's there's once they kind of clear up the reason why he's not getting title matches, it'll make more sense. Okay, so I'm going to go through real quick 40 to 21 because I know I've been kind of rambling on. 40 is Rich Holland, 39 is Butch, 38 is Ray, 37 is Sean Benjamin, 36 is Alexander, 35 is LA Knight, 34 is Dawkins, 33 is Ford, 32 is Rick Boogs, 31 is Sami Zayn, 30 is Jimmy Uso, 29 is Jey Uso, 28 is Woods, 27 is Corbin, 26 is Miz, 25 is Otis, 24 is Garza, 23 is Edge, 22 is Kofi, and 21 is Ricochet. Okay, on the top 20, uh, 20 is Tomasco Ciampa, 
Um, he's basically done everything he can at NXT. He's going to get called up sometime during the year. He is what we like to call a brawler. Um, I would like to see him called up and make some kind of immediate impact. He's a guy that will get called up during the year because he can't do anything else in NXT. If you leave him in NXT one more year, I think you're overstaying his welcome. Bring him up to the main event, um, and let's see what he can do. Uh, 19 is Sheamus. He was at 22 last year. Um, Sheamus is actually moving off, not in the fact that I think he's actually a better wrestler than last year, or he kind of has direction. I think he is the backups in Butch and Ridge Holland, where if Sheamus can get in a title match, which is possible... He can have his cronies fight and lose for him, and then he can keep his title longer. So if you're taking Sheamus, which I think is going to be a good sneaky pick, you you presume that fight night, or whatever they're called, they don't really have a name, is going to defend him, his honor, or be his cronies, whatever you want to call it. But if you can just get in the title picture, I think this would be a, a sneaky good year for Sheamus. Uh, 18 is Shinsei Nakamura. He was at 30 last year. Basically... Rick Boogs um, introducing him with um, his intro basically rejuvenated his career. A lot of fans are getting as are enjoying him again. Um, I don't know how much longer he's going to be in a tag team with Rick Boogs, but <coughs> him being in the tag team picture, fans are getting back behind him. It's a good move for him for the short term in the tag team division. In the long term, if you separate, so he's not a bad pick to have. Uh, 17 is Santos Escobar. I had him at 18 last year. He has to get called up this year. This is going to be the year he has to get called up. <coughs> um, if he doesn't get called up this year, I don't know how much longer he's going to stay in NXT in the cruiserweight division. Um, I guess you could move him up to the the North American title or the world title, but. I can't see him being in that long, longer. You need a good heel tag team faction, and he's perfect. He'd be a nice leader. I got him at 17. Uh, 16 is Big E. He was at 9 last year. The reason why he fell down, even though he had a good year, basically he hurt himself from a, not a botch, but um, a wrestling move from Ridge Holland. Big E's on the shelf indefinitely. Who knows how long he's going to be on the shelf. If you take Big E, you're basically don't know when he's gonna come back. You don't know how much he's gonna fight. You're only taking Big E in the fact that you think if he comes back, he's gonna make an immediate impact, which he should. The only problem is they're gonna be super cautious with him. Um, they're gonna slowly ease him in. He's not gonna lose for a while, but um, he might be at the I don't want to say the edge spectrum of fighting where he fights, you know, once a month or. He's not going to be in a title picture, but you're taking Big E hoping that he, he fights often enough that he's worth the, the risk of his neck healing up. But he might be sitting on your bench for a little while not getting you any points. That's the only risk you take for Big E. Uh, 15 is Damian Priest. I had him at 10 last year. Uh, basically what happened was he had the title, um, mid-level title for... Um, such a long time, the U.S. title. He had it for almost a whole year. Now that he lost it, I don't know when or if he's going to get it back. That was the apex of points for him for last year. He's not going to get as much points as he did this upcoming year. 
but he's a good mid-level character wrestler. He should get matches. Good for him. I can't see him getting the title unless something crazy happens, but he'll be on the show every weekend Raw. That's where he is currently. But he should start getting some whole bunch of um, wins where he starts racking up points every week. Um, this is a little bit of a controversial pick. I have 14 Gabe, Gable Stevenson. I hope I pronounced it right. At 14, um, basically he is an Olympic Olympic gold medalist and he's a oh, college wrestling champion. Uh, two-time champion, I think if I'm correct. He was drafted in the last draft they had. Basically, he's waiting until after he was on college, which he's done now to make an appearance. He's going to make an appearance probably after WrestleMania. Probably the Raw after, but who knows. He said he's as good as Angle, technically wise. We'll wait and see. Um, it might take a while for him to get some promo or mic work under control. But once he starts wrestling, I expect him to be on every week. He should make an immediate impact. I don't know if he'll get a title, but... With him eventually being on TV and working on his mic, he'll get enough TV time where um, his matches will improve and that'll improve the overall thing, overall aspect of him for fantasy. So you're taking him. You don't know when he's going to be on TV, but when he does, he should make a nice little run. Uh, 13 is Matt Riddle, also known as Riddle. Uh, he was 16 last year. He's 13 now. Um. He's in the tag team of RK Bro. It's just a matter of time before they separate. I actually didn't think they're going to last as long as they did, but it's just a matter of time where Orton's going to turn on him and then Riddle's going to be by himself. Riddle should be in the title picture. Everyone's getting behind him. He's not a bad pick to have. I mean, as long as he has to take titles now, he's still a good draft pick. But I think you want to see. I think he's kind of maxing out that character, not character, but I mean the tag team potential. So I think eventually they're going to separate. And when they do, I think he's still going to be in the title picture. Uh, 12 is Kevin Owens. He was at 5 last year. He kind of plumped. He went down a little bit. Kevin Owens, had, he doesn't have a match at WrestleMania. He has an Austin interview. Who knows how that's going to go. But long-term effect is you have to have Kevin Owens in the title picture. There's no reason for him not to be on TV and or having a match. I know he has the, the Owens the KO show. I know he does promos, but he has to start pushing for more matches um, on TV. Um, you're kind of dwindling into the Miz area where he does more promos than matches. Kevin Owens is still not at that point where his career is winding down. Kevin Owens has still got a lot of good years left. You should try to take Kevin Owens, and there's no reason for him not to be in a title picture. Okay, uh, 13... Sorry, 11 is Randy Orton. I had him at 13 last year. He moved down two spots. Um, the same thing, pretty much the same thing I said for Riddle. Once he separates from Riddle, I think he's going to turn on me eventually. He'll go back to being a mid, not a mid, but a, a main event heel. And this will get him back into the title picture. That way he can get back to tying or getting ahead of Ric Flair for most world titles. I think this is a year where he could make an impact for that. So he's a good guy to take. Um, I know he's with RK Bro Riddle, but it's just a matter of time before they separate. When they separate, I think he's going to still have a, a real good year as in main event heel. Um, 10 is unranked because it's Cody, Re Cody Rhodes. He wasn't ranked last year. 
All speculations say that he's supposed to be fighting Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. I all points point to Cody Rhodes being in the WWE until he actually happens. He got let go of AEW. Unless he actually you see him on TV, don't ever believe anything Cody Rhodes does. If he makes, if he shows up at WrestleMania or right after, expect for him to make an immediate impact in in the title picture, either in a world title or a mid level title. There's no reason to transfer from AEW to WWE and not be in the title picture. That's probably what he told Vince, and he told Vince, "Hey, if I'm transferring over from one to another, I gotta be in the title picture." So, if you draft Cody Rhodes, you're hoping he's in the title picture, which he should be. But if he doesn't, you're screwed for a draft pick. So it's high risk, high reward for Cody Rhodes. Uh, number nine is Finn Balor. Finn Balor, he was unranked last year. Finn Balor wasn't ranked last year because he was in NXT most of the year. This year, it's finishing up. He's fought almost a whole year on the main roster. Good for him. He just has to find direction for his character. I know he's fighting for mid-level titles. He's above that. There's no reason for him not to at least pull out the demon at least in a random match, to kind of build it up a little bit. But he's on TV every week. He fights every week. He's a good guy to have. You should no problem at all taking Finn Balor in like the second round. Uh, number eight is Brock Lesnar. He was unranked last year. The reason why he was unranked because he doesn't have any matches. Brock Lesnar is a go-for-broke draft pick. If you pick him, you know he's not going to fight on SmackDown or on Raw or whatever show he goes to. He's only going to fight on pay-per-views. And this pick only works out if he fights on a pay-per-view and fights for a title. If he fights on a pay-per-view and doesn't fight for a title, it doesn't do you any good. Because he only fights on pay-per-views. You're taking this pick right now and hoping that he's in a world title picture. Um, he is a go-for-broke champion. If he does, if he's not in the title picture, he has no value for L because he doesn't fight non-title matches. So you're taking him, presuming he's going to be in the title picture. He's going to defend his paper, his defend his world title or in the world title picture. I'm not a big fan of this, but a lot of people take Brock Lesnar, choping that counterbalance points of every week and points to counterbalance it to defending the world title on pay-per-views. It's your call. I'm not a big fan of that. Uh, seven is Omis. He was unranked last year. Omis is... I don't think he's going to win a title, but if they keep pumping out wins for him every week, which they have been doing, good for Omis owners. Uh, this helps you in fantasy for a long long, uh, long time. You have to... Uh, you can't predict a title for him, but if he wins three matches a month... On regular network shows, it's worth more than one title defense. Or it's pretty close. That's what you're banking on for Omis. Um, he does fight in specialty handicap matches or three-on-ones or whatever he does. So that's what you can get bonus points for. But Omis is the next big thing they've been building on for a while. Uh, number six, who I am personally a big a fan of, Austin Theory. He was unranked last year. Um, he's Vince's right-hand man. He's in Vince's ear. He should be in the title picture. He will be in the title picture all year. Grab him. He's definitely worth something for fantasy. Somebody's going to take him, probably end of the first, begin the second. Um, 
you're not losing out if you take him. He's fighting. He fights enough matches. He wins enough. You should grab him. Uh, number five is Seth Rollins. He was 11 last year. Uh, we, we, I mean, what can you say about Seth Rollins? Always in a title picture. Always has matches. This wasn't a good year that's ending for him. But this year coming up, he should have a much better year and be in a title picture. So, I mean, I shouldn't have to explain Seth Rollins to anybody. He's worth a definitely pick and probably uh, an end of the first round pick. Uh, number four, Bobby Lashley. He was three last year. The only thing Bobby Lashley hurt from was he got hurt for about a month and a half. The year, um, the season that's ending now. He's back now. He's going to fight Omos at WrestleMania. I don't know if this turns Lashley into a face, but he doesn't lose. He fights every week. He's always in a title picture. I shouldn't have to explain Bobby Lashley. Between last year up until he got hurt, he had a dominant run. It looks like he's, they're going to try to build him up again. He's a good guy to have. He should be in a title picture. You should grab him. Three is AJ Styles. He was at seven last year. He's up to three now. Um, now that he's separated from Omis and he's not in the tag team division anymore, it's AJ. Um, phenomenal one. Always in the title picture. Always has matches. He does lose every once in a while, but he wins almost, He wins more than he, he loses. He's a great guy to have. You should jump on the AJ bandwagon. I mean, there's no reason not to. Uh, two is Drew McIntyre. I mean, he's the number one face on whatever show he's on, either Raw or SmackDown. Um, he's fighting Happy Corbin now, but finally that ride will be over. He he just racks up wins against everybody. Don't. There's no reason to think that he won't get in the title picture. There's no reason to think that he'll turn heel. This is stuff that you can almost guarantee that he sh- should have another dominant year in the 22-23 season. Take true. And number one is uh, slam dunk Roman Reigns. He was number one last year. He should be number one again this year. Number, last year, that's ending up now. He had the world title for the whole year, pretty much. Um, yeah, he did. Um, so Roman Reigns is a good guy to have. He's probably going to be your number one pick overall in fantasy. So um, that's what it is for uh, Roman Reigns. I'm going to go really quickly, th- 20 through 1, um, just because I kind of rambling out at the end. Uh, 20 is Tomasco Ciampa, 19 is Sheamus, 18 is Akamura, 17 is Escobar, 16 is Big E, 15 is Damian Priest, 14 is Stevenson, 13 is Riddle, 12 is Owens, 11 is Randy Orton, 10 is Cody Rhodes, 9 is Baylor, 8 is Lesnar, 7 is Omis, 6 is Theory, 5 is Rollins, 4 is Lashley, 3 is Styles, 2 is Drew, and 1 is Roman Reigns. Uh, that's it. I, I'm a little bit over 30 minutes. I'm sorry about that. But if you guys can listen to, I have a weekly podcast. You can go to Fantasy Wrestling Talk. It's up every week. Um, it's usually after SmackDown and before Raw because I count the weeks as um, Monday to Sunday for the fantasy week, so anybody who plays fantasy can listen to the podcast. I also have two other podcasts that were done earlier, uh, the top tag teams and the top females to take for the upcoming season. Uh, Thank you for listening. Uh, If you have any fantasy wrestling questions, you can always hit me up on Twitter at Mike at Real Wintry. Um, Just remember, you can't spell Wintry without win, W-I-N. And uh, thank you for listening, and I hope you guys enjoy WrestleMania in a couple days. Okay, thanks for listening to my podcast, and uh, have a good week. Bye.